Hi everyone, this is Nafiz Hassan and you're listening to the Finding Your Place podcast series, a series made by college students for college students. This episode is a little different. While Finding Your Place usually centers around issues that all students face in college, we should probably also explore the way college is different for some of us. Different because of our culture, or because of the way people see our culture. For example, I'm a Muslim woman student and I constantly feel that I am stuck between identities and expectations in terms of who I should be or how I should present myself. But I'm not alone in this and neither are you. Recently, I met up with Inam Mahmoud. She's a friend of mine, and she has just a little bit more experience with university life. So I sat down with her to talk about some of the most important issues facing us and other Muslim women in college. Now, I want you to know that in our culture, we come together and we talk, sometimes for a long, long time. So if you're a Muslim student in college, Or even if you're a more family-centered religious or ethnic culture, I really think that you'll appreciate this longer form of conversation. And even if you're very, very different from us, you're welcome to join us for this episode, too. Hi, all right. So can you tell me what your name is? My name is Ina Mahmoud. All right, and tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I am 20 years old, and I attend at the University of Minnesota. I'm currently studying sociology of law, crime, and deviance, and I am a junior right now, so I'm going to be graduating next semester, so pretty excited about that. Nice. All right, so can you tell me what type of uh, role did your parents play in your want to go to college? You know, I was heavily influenced by my siblings, I want to say, and I feel like they were also a little bit pressured by my parents just because my dad is someone that's very education-oriented because he did. He was the first to come here out of his family uh, to America, but I genuinely do have a passion for education. It's not like I'm doing it for the sake of just doing it. Um, I do think that having an education is very important, especially since um, being a Muslim woman living in the United States, it's definitely something that I highly follow and I think everybody should do it. Speak more on why it's important for a Muslim woman to be educated in this country. You know, I think it's more so for people to know more about just Islam generally. Obviously, Islam is something that is very... We focus a lot about it in the United States, and I mean it's displayed and portrayed in the media as something that's not the best. And I feel like there needs to be people, Muslim women too, that need to speak on these issues because we need to change that, you know, perception of Islam and what it really is about. And I think it's because the thing is, these people are kind of, they're blinded by their own ignorance because they just don't know and it's not their fault. So it's our job to get educated, to tell these people what our message really is all about. That's interesting that you say that it's our job. Other people would disagree and say it's not our job to educate other people. You know what I mean? It's their job to see this. Well, have you experienced in your own going to college the ignorance of others that... Yeah, I've definitely spoken to people that are very 
confused as to what like what Islam is and I mean again I don't blame them because they're kind of they see what's put on news and on media and I guess when they look at that they're just like oh okay so this is what Islam is all about and I feel like it's not their fault because they're you know um, influenced by that and I feel like if someone really genuinely wants to know and I I think it's very important I feel like if I have to interact with a non-Muslim I find it very um, satisfactory when they ask me questions so they're not going to other resources or other people that don't know as much about Islam. And I'm not saying like I'm an expert, but like, you know, it's my religion. So it's my job to know about it. So when they ask me, I'm just like, oh, okay, so you genuinely want to know what's it about. And people have these like, you know, um, perceptions about like, oh, woman can't do this, woman can't wear that. And yes, it's written in um, what we have as our holy book, the Quran. But I mean, it's also just uh, the woman's choice. So a lot of questions that are asked to me is like, oh, what's a hijab? Or they don't even know what the term hijab is. They're just like, why do you cover your hair? Simple questions like that, that might be you know, offensive to some people, but to other people, it's kind of like, oh, okay, hey, I will educate you as to like why we do this. So it's really a, an opportunity to teach other people for you. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's important to understand that these people want to learn more about it because they're not just doing it like they just want to know. They genuinely are like curious. I'm so glad that you have that mentality because I know for me, it can kind of be the opposite. And for you, as somebody who does wear a scarf and me who doesn't, I kind of get the opposite questions. When people find out that I am Muslim, they say, why don't you cover your hair? Aren't you supposed to? And they have these like ideas in their head and they kind of, in a way, make me feel guilty sometimes. It makes me feel that I'm not as Muslim as I should be when they ask these questions. So, you know, I have a lot of friends who do not wear a hijab and you know when people ask me questions like because I've had you know non-muslims even muslims ask me like oh why is it that some people wear a hijab and not others I give them a very simple answer and that's just it it's literally the woman and her connection to god like that's none of your business you have no obligation to tell her what to do what not to do it's her decision it's her choice um and rather, I think it's like, honestly, it kind of offensive when people are like, why don't you wear one? Because that's just not OK for you to ask. It's kind of like asking someone like, oh, why do you wear a hat like a baseball hat? Why do you wear one? Why can't you know, I just I don't know. I think these type of questions, obviously, I know they're asked because they just don't people just don't know. But when they start questioning you more and making you feel some type of way that, you know, that feeling being guilt, that's just not that's not right to me so I think just addressing it very simple letting them know like hey you know um, it can get a little offensive if you do ask a person repetitive like repetitively about like oh why don't you wear the hijab um, it's totally up to that person and their connection to the religion Islam gotcha awesome okay well let's take it back you said you were going to school um, to study sociology yes. um, how does your family feel about this uh, path and you know, to be honest with you, Nafisa, I I am raised in an Indian household. Okay, so I come from very traditional roots. And my dad, again, as I said earlier, he was the first to, you know, get a good degree, master's degree um, in engineering. So it's this mentality that, I mean, I don't know about other cultures, but I know with mine, Indian culture, it's like, 
there's only three options doctor lawyer engineer oh definitely same thing (laughs) so it just it gets so frustrating sometimes because a lot of people in india have no idea what sociology is and they Mm -hmm. don't know what public health is too because that's what i'm also thinking about doing too in the future but they're kind of just like on this straight path of just nope you're not going to be successful if you're not one of these three things um it was actually funny because when my um, major is sociology of law crime and deviance it's pretty specific and when people ask me because i have two older sisters that are lawyers so they always bring up the question like oh hey are you going to law school and i mean i don't get frustrated or anything but i'm just like oh uh, no i'm not you know i'm gonna make my own career path i'm gonna be separate from you know those who are around me just because i want to make it known that hey you can do something other than those three career fields and still be successful because sociology and public health are just so broad that so much thing like so many concepts and important values in society like fall under that so I feel like it's important that people get aware and at least in my culture and like my parents are trying they're like slowly understanding like hey okay you know possibly public health and sociology will be a good career field with you and I'm not blaming my parents at all my dad is someone that's very supportive when it comes to our decisions, um, his children's decisions, he pretty much just straight up told me, he's like, listen, I want you to do something that you are passionate about because if you're passionate about something, you will be really good at it, you know? And why do something that I'm not passionate about, like math or like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Or like studying medicine. I obviously find that so fascinating, but I personally just don't have the motivation to study. But with sociology and public health, I'm very involved in my studies and I really really like it so I feel like I'm able to also give back to the community because sociology is you know the study of people Mm -hmm. right and just the study of like how society works so yeah okay so um going back to how you said you um became a little bit more independent than maybe your siblings going to college it is something that kind of even forces you to become independent Have there been times that you've maybe wanted to move out of your house and, you know, kind of move away from your family? And how do they take this? I have friends that do live off campus. Muslim friends? Muslim friends, yeah. And I mean, it's different in my household because, again, I told you I'm from a traditional household. And my parents really don't think it's okay for a girl to um, stay out like out late or like live alone at all if they have like their brother or their husband or like their dad living with them and that's okay but we're a little conservative when it comes to that but my brother was able to do all of that because he's a man Mm -hmm. so he was able to live on campus and everything but I do I still actually feel like I want a little bit more freedom even like if I want to go to like a friend's house I have to let my parents know like hey I'm gonna be out Um, I'll text you when I come back. And your brother doesn't have to do any of this. Right. Right. My brother doesn't, he has a little bit more opportunity to just, you know, go whenever, come back whenever, because it's that, again, that, that same mentality, like, oh, he's a man, he'll be fine. But for a woman, oh no, we have to keep in check, which is understandable. I mean, they're my parents, they care about me, but I do believe that you shouldn't completely like, I don't want to say suppress, but like. I'm going to use suppress, but like, cause I feel like it's hard. Cause then when I'm, when I'm given freedom, then I go like crazy. I'm like, Oh my God, this is what it feels like. Cause the more someone like pressures me and like, I guess pushes all these stuff on, I feel like I'm just going to rebel and like 
completely go off the rails but so yeah you know i completely agree i mean my parents same exact thing anytime i want to go out i have to ask for permission if i want to stay out late you know that's a whole entire discussion mm-hmm. on its own <laughs> and um i'm not even allowed to sleep over at other people's houses because you know many reasons in our culture the one being you talked about mm-hmm. uh, being out without your male relative you know not okay yeah. my parents not trusting other mm-hmm. families um and just so many reasons but how do you deal with this how do you in this in college you probably feel like your peers are getting a whole entire different college experience they they really are and I get really jealous of them sometimes because I'm like oh my god you guys get to do so much your parents are not always on your back and stuff but you know I mean I kind of just like accepted it and expected it too. like at the same time like I'm like you know what my dad you know put so much on the line for us we could do the same thing like Mm -hmm. it's not gonna kill us if we come home like you know (laughs) early one you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so if he left his entire family including his sick mother just for the sake of my education then yeah i will follow his rules under his house like you know i will listen to him as a sort Um, of respect to them exactly and yeah Hopefully you haven't tuned out by now because no, we're not done talking just yet. We haven't even touched on the subject of men or how to talk to our parents about the space or support we may need to succeed in college. So join us for part two of my conversation with Inam. We'll see you back here soon.